0: Television first arrived in Australia in 1956. However, how many of us can recall what we did after the evening meal before this new entertainment in the home was to transform our lives? What do we do for entertainment? On the screen you see a large radio receiver and at the time we listened to the likes of Bob Dyer's Pick-a-Box and the inimitable Jack Davey where contestants tried to win an aeroplane ticket to the destination of their choice. Radio series were popular, and who could forget that opening line, hi there, my name is Randy Stone, and I cover the night beat for the daily. Whilst most parents would ban us from listening to the schoolroom comedy of Yes What. In 1909, Australasian Wireless Limited set up as the agent of Telefunken in competition with the Marconi Company. After quietly ceasing their hostilities, they joined forces in July 1913 and formed amalgamated wireless Australas Limited. Known more commonly as simply AWA, they received the first radio broadcast from the UK in 1918 and by 1922 had created the direct radio service to the United Kingdom. AWA became the leading manufacturer of these consumer radios, as well as owning Sydney radio stations and a number of rural stations as well. Sydney's 2CH was one such local Sydney station. It all began in 1950 when the Menzies government decided television was for us. Little was done until there was a Royal Commission and the 1956 Olympics were looming and this became the final prod with time ran, running out. Many of us remember the 1950s as these mysterious horizontal wire contraptions started to appear, usually attached to a pole on the house's chimney, all pointing roughly in the direction of the Sydney suburb of Willoughby, where a large tall tower was also reaching skywards. These wire like contraptions were known as antennas and they were ready to receive the transmission of sound and picture. I soon found out what this was all about as my high school science teacher had bought himself a set and he enjoyed telling us how each new step to transmission took place. So, on the screen now is our original 17 inch black and white receiver. And where does it fit into the scenario? The initial take-up of sets was slow. An AWA floor model, similar to this one, but with an enclosed speaker included underneath, cost $490 and a simple Admiral 21-inch set that sat on a table would be $380. This sticks in my mind because there were friends of the family who had two of these sets, these two sets rather, to try at home. Sets were a luxury that cost six to ten times the average weekly wage. But by 1959, 50% of households in Sydney and Melbourne now had a set. AWA were the leaders in TV manufacture at their Ashfield plant. We don't know a lot about this actual receiver. However, it's a 1956, 17-inch, that's 43 centimetres, AWA radiola deep image, and one of the first black and white receivers made in Australia. It's in a maple cabinet on a stand. Mass has a large range of TV receivers since TV started, and you can research this collection online. From the initial three channels in Sydney in the 1950s to colour television in 1975, a lot has happened in home entertainment since those first grainy black and white images way back in 1956.